Is Mitch Trubisky the second best quarterback in the AFC East? What will Jacob Hollister's role be in this Bills offense? And what will the Bills do with that number 30th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft? That and more coming up on this episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast. Let's go, Buffalo. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey UK Bills Mafia, this is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go Buffalo! Woo! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast. You can find us at rwbb underscore podcast on Twitter, at UK underscore Bills, also on Twitter. Matt and Alex here for another wonderful episode. Alex, how are you feeling? Just counting down the days until April 12th, that's all. April 12th? Yeah, where I can be, when, I, when, when I'm able to leave my house, when I'm able to go get a haircut. You know, for God's sakes, man, you should yeah, see it. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, this is too much. This is too much. Oh, mine was worse. It's too much. It's too much. Mine was worse. No, mine dude, was worse. That's why, short. That's, that's why we wear hats during this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially when it's a video podcast. Yeah. But anyway, let's. You don't, you don't want to see what we look like when we do an audio only podcast. No, <laughs> no. I think I'm more in pajamas more than anything. Yeah, of course. But uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, a few moves again have been made. Yeah, um, I think before we get into that, are we done? Well, judging by what I've actually um, I've just read on on Twitter, let uh, me bring it up. Uh, apparently, Buffalo do not have enough cap space to process the contracts they've already agreed. So at the moment, with that low to the cap floor that it's going to be a um that we are going to see some either some cuts or restructures on there sure. okay. so to be honest i don't think we will see many more um many more free agent signings unless Bean does pull someone out of the hang give us an extra 10 um extra five to ten million on there yeah okay i so mean the... there's definitely going to have to be a restructure for trey white hmm. and dawkins coming soon then yeah I mean, it's it's definitely something that is going to need to it's going to need to happen on there. I mean, we've got we we've got and we're guaranteed. I mean, Sanders, I think he's already counted to the um to the cap already. So it's just um it's just uh, what is it Hollister, the new signing, and um, Trubisky that we need to um, obviously discuss and actually add to that to that salary cap okay. itself. So. You know, you never know. You never know. We could get something. Um, we get something along the lines, or maybe, um, maybe there are going to be a release. I mean, AJ Klein could be, um, could be a casualty, or as you say, we actually, um, we just go ahead and restructure Dawkins, White, um, Diggs, give him an extension. Yeah. And all and that. So yeah, and move that around. And we also, I'm surprised that we re-signed Matikavich. Honestly, we I thought that that was money that we could spend somewhere hmm. else. Um, but yeah. we also got Tyler jo- uh, Taiwan Jones back too. So uh, the Bills really focusing <coughs> on special teams in terms of uh, bringing guys hmm. back who know the system. Well, uh, you know, uh, okay. It's one of those things where it's just like, do you spend money on spe- Do you really spend money on special teams, or you just have other backups go out there and do it? But yeah. That's why that's why you use you potentially use those last round um, those late round picks in the draft. You get guys that actually um, will will contribute to special teams, and who knows they may actually um, they may develop into a player that you can actually get a um, get some decent production now as a um, as a relief or a backup guy. Yeah, I mean Spotrack have got us down for the top fifty one, which is what counts at the moment yeah. the salary cap has um six hundred two thousand um dollars over the cap okay so it's not too bad and i think let me just double check it does not include that's without 
That's without Feliciano's stuff in there. Oh, so they've got so they're so we're really behind then. Yeah, so we've got we've got Hollister's in there, which they've got it down as um, nine hundred eighty-seven. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky two and a half million on there, so they haven't done Feliciano's yet. So at the moment we are we are below the um, below the cap or over the, over the cap for it. A wee little bit, yeah. Okay. And and apparently the twenty-first this Sunday, so tomorrow when we've actually uh, when we record this. Um, is an actual important um, important date in the calendar. And what was the reason? Let me just do a thing. <laughs> Tomorrow's important. Why? I don't know. Hang on a second. <laughs> oh, I, I had it up and I had to get rid of it. Because okay. um, with the fifth day of every league season, several roster bonuses um, can be actually converted into signing bonuses. But once they've gone, or once they're paid on the 21st of March, it's gone. So they have today to actually um, to sort convert the roster bonuses into signing bonus bonuses pro rata it for the um, for the length of the contract okay. before the twenty first. After that, they are guaranteed and locked, and they can't actually um, we can't touch them. Bean can't touch them. So today is Saturday when we record this. The twentieth is going to be an important day and see what news we get out of. Um, out one bill's drive on on that but let's let's talk about it let's talk about the two signings we made uh thursday and um thursday and friday we'll we'll start off with with mitchell trubisky out of nowhere yep yeah i agree i agree Mm -hmm. i agree i think people actually think that's not a very good signing i to be honest i'm happy with they've actually managed to get a um a serviceable backup. No disrespect to Barkley. I mean, obviously, what he did against the Dolphins um, week uh, week sixteen yeah. was great. We loved that. But would you trust him if Allen went down after say week three, wouldn't come back to week eleven? Would you trust yeah. Barkley in there where you got Trubisky, who's who's got a um, over five hundred record? I'd say it was he's won like 29 games or something like that in his career so far won a couple of playoff games so and a similar sort of skill set to josh allen yes he's had his down times he's been benched in chicago but i think this this could be a new look for us uh, for him and actually really help him out with the um, with the situation he learned he's obviously sitting behind um, josh allen and he's mm-hmm. working with um de ball and um ken dorsey to actually just improve himself I mean, for two and a half million, where he potentially could go next year, we're we're taking a we're taking a, a low risk, low risk for potentially high reward. We let him go. He signs a big contract somewhere else. We're getting a high pick. We're getting a high compensationary pick for him. Mm-hmm. If all our obviously all our other free agents actually fall below it. So, to be honest, I'm I'm quite happy with the signing. I love the signing of it. Um, and, and yeah, I wouldn't say I love it. Uh, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we know what Trubisky's, um, weaknesses are, uh, consider this scenario against Mm. the Patriots defense, Barkley in the bills offense or Trubisky in the bills offense, who's got a better shot at keeping the team in the game. It's gonna be it's gonna be Trubisky. It's gonna be Trubisky, but I think that it's gonna be close. Uh, I mean, just looking at some of his numbers, um, twenty nine and twenty one as a starter, sixty four percent completion percentage on his career, touchdown interception ratio sixty four to thirty seven. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, uh, not the worst, but like I said, um, you know, he he did uh, get benched um, sixteen to eight touchdown interception ratio 67 completion percentage but you know he was he was missing those over the middle deep throws he was dumping down a lot mm. uh, his best season was 2018 pro bowl season 11 and 3 24 12 touchdown interception ratio 3200 yards he is better than Barkley, but he's not a guy that's going to lead us to oh, yeah. a 12-4 and four record or however but, many games they play this season. But if you, if you get to a scenario where, say, you're week, week 
14, let's say. The Bills are, um, let's say, nine, win, have nine wins, got a couple of games. Well, the game that actually could decide the AFC Championship mm-hmm. or the AFC East Championship, AFC, sorry. Yeah. Would you have Trubisky in there or would you have Matt Barkley in there? Of course. I, I understand that point. I'm just yeah. saying it's still not pretty. But here, oh, yeah. here's the biggest talking point about Mitch Trubisky. And this Ms. is Trubisky? why I, yeah, Mrs. Trubisky, Mitchell. This is why I don't understand why Dable and or um, uh, it's my tongue, quarterback coach, Ken, Ken Dorsey. Why they didn't get signed for other jobs somewhere else. With what they did with Josh Allen, I can't believe other teams who either are going to get a rookie quarterback or have a young quarterback wouldn't want them in the system to, to groom them. To be this honest. Is what we can do. This is what we can do with Trubisky. Yeah. Sort him out. Yeah, I mean, the, obviously the reason why, they're obviously because the Bills had that playoff run, after a certain point, they couldn't interview anymore. And obviously the Texans decided to go for David Cully over um, over um, the ball. Obviously, right. Chargers, yeah, no, I mean, I get Chargers had to make a decision. They they went forward. They went, they've yeah. got a coach, obviously, because we were in the championship um, game. But this also could be a blessing for Trubisky because oh, yeah. if, if the ball actually does get a head coaching gig and it goes to a team that doesn't have a, a good quarterback in there he knows what Trubisky's done he knows the improvements of Trubisky Trubisky could then align himself to the ball yeah going forward so in essence you could almost say it's a win-win for for Trubisky he comes he gets to reset mm-hmm. and then he gets to actually learn and actually potentially impress the ball that if he gets a um if he gets a, st- a, a head coaching gig he knows a quarterback that he could actually potentially trust to run his offense and Trubisky gets that um, gets that second uh, second coming. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if I'm in charge of any NFL team, it's go work out with <coughs> in the offseason, you know? Mm. Like, my quarterback needs to go, you know, if I have an underperforming quarterback, they need to go and do what Josh Allen did. I need the coaches. I need to know how they did it. And yeah. I, I need that program for my rookie or young quarterback. So, if Trubisky is able to learn the way Josh Allen learns, then we might be able to, you know, restart his career. Mm. Uh, if he looks good in the preseason, if Allen does miss time, or if we have to bench him for the last game and Trubisky comes in and lights it up, that's the interesting thing about the NFL. It really only takes one game if you're a quarterback yeah. to sign a contract. You look at Matt Flynn. You look at Rob Johnson. You need one game. And then mm. you're getting, you're going to sign a contract somewhere. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be interesting, uh, you, you know, how much game he does see. If, yeah. it, if it's the Trubisky of old, if he doesn't learn anything, if he doesn't grow, if we can't coach through him, then, you know, whatever, he's going to be a serviceable backup. But, uh, you know, I'm not yeah. going to count on his arm for any wins. And we're not going to be done for cap space or anything like that because it's a one-year deal. Um, for it so yeah. he, at the end of the season he's he could be gone straight up no um no issues would have been interesting if we could have signed him for a two-year deal where we could have traded him next offseason for something but mm. um you know this is a uh, what we do now this is probably a jake Fromm needs another year to be the backup kind of scenario as well so yeah. i saw somebody's like the jake Fromm era takes a year i'm like well there's never gonna be a jake Fromm era no, you know, no. unless we can flip him for like a sec, a third or something like that. If we can Garoppolo him, you know, mm. uh, so, you know, it's going to be Allen and that's where the wins are going to come from. But yeah. uh, if Trubisky sees game time, it's going to be a lot more handoffs, but I mean, it's interesting because the coaching staff proved in that Miami game that they trust the quarterback to throw the ball. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, Trubisky sees time, you know, let's see him fling it. Let's hope that, you know, we can coach him up in the offseason. But that's yeah. enough backup QB talk. Tight end talk. The backup quarterback, we don't need to spend an hour on that. Yeah, backup tight end talk. Yep. So, I don't know about you, but when when I heard there's um, Hollister and not Ertz and all that, I was actually kind of kind of happy about that. Because obviously I made my feelings, obviously, the, the contract that they would have traded for, what they potentially would have to give up. 
the Eagles were looking for a third, at least, for Zach Ertz. More than what the Bills were thing. That's probably the reason why the Chargers moved on. Yeah. That's why we moved on. And with Hollister, A, we've reunited Allen with another target from um, from Wyoming. And he is actually, um, Hollister is more of a, can be more of a, that Lee Smith role that can actually um, combine a bit of, a bit of knocks, a bit of um, a bit of uh, everything. Croft. I mean, this he is can do everything, about. but he's he's a solid run blocker, and that's what we're gaining from losing Lee Smith. Yeah, well, this is what we always talk about. The Bills coaching staff loves players who bring versatility. Mm. Yeah, this guy can do a little bit of everything. You know, he's not going to break a game open in the you know by with routes or speed or power, but he can get open in the red zone, you know, he can make mm-hmm. a play here and there. I think he allows us to run more two tight end sets. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think we're because we're I mean, like said, sorry, with, with Lee Evans, if we go two tight ends, they know we're going to run the ball. Lee Evans. You mean Lee Smith? Lee Evans is the <laughs> wide receiver. Yeah. Let's sign Lee Evans. Uh, with Lee Smith, they know that we're going to run the ball. You know, yeah. with Hollister, if we go two tight end set, then the defense is going to have to be honest to it. Hmm. And that yeah. is another thing that plays into our favor. So I'm really uh, excited about the versatility that it brings our offensive play calling. And again, it's a year contract. So actually, um, they're under no obligation to keep him next year. If he, if he comes out and has a breakout, um, a breakout year, or was actually that serviceable, you've got someone now that can back up Knox. And I still, I don't. I still think that they're going to add a tight, another tight end somewhere, and I have a feeling it's going to be through the draft. They're going to try and draft uh, someone and actually um, mold them into a into a number one to actually um, complement Knox and Hollister. But I think Hollister is is a good signing for what we for what we actually done on a on a good on a good cheap deal. Yeah, for a guy that can do do everything, but is a Lee Smith type of guy with a bit more athleticism. Sure. So we're not thinking anything about Tommy Sweeney then, you know? Oh, no, I think Tommy Sweeney could could come in. I mean, it, how was he feeling? He obviously, he's still suffering the effects from, from COVID. Yeah, and it's affected COVID, his, yeah. uh, was it heart or lungs or something like that? Is he going to be the Tommy Sweeney we saw in Boston College, Tommy Sweeney that actually started forming in training camp? Or is this long COVID going to long-term going to affect him any way in his health in any way so i'm not ruling out tommy sweeney i think he could be it but it's just how the health issue with him and this and covid is yeah how how we really go probably forward slated with to him. be back up for his career. yeah hey he's in the nfl so you know yeah exactly exactly i mean i think one other thing because obviously we're going to go on to the mock drafts in a minute it was interesting what um what who was it? Ah, I don't know. I was, I was on Twitter. Um, I started responding to I it. Know it's Pierre true. Kingpin, Pierre Kingpin, the founder of the Buffalo Fanatics. Mm-hmm. He actually um tweeted, and let me just get it up on here. Uh, there. He said, "Don't sleep on um Christian Wade being our returner." Because he actually followed that on from the um Air Raid Hour guys saying um, unless the Bills make any drastic moves, i.e. sign Cordell Patterson, Taiwan Jones would be our kick and a rookie be a punt returner. Pierre Kingpin actually said, don't sleep on the possibility of Wade, Christian Wade, being a, um, being a returner. So it just must be that McKenzie's price is just too high then, yeah? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, that's the reason why Bohorquez is out. Yeah. I mean, there were both RFAs that we thought yeah. that they would resign. But I mean, Hawkes didn't want to didn't want to go down for for less money, so they they pretty much cut him. Obviously, McKenzie, I think they I think he's going to test it. He's getting interest from the Bears, but well, he's I still can... tweeting as a Buffalo Bill. You know, like the yeah. way he's talking about you know the team and the players on Twitter seems like he's hmm. still going to stick around. Um, I mean, one, I like one, name, one name for you that I've seen, Sammy Watkins. Ugh. <laughs> well, oh, no one with a check mark on Twitter said anything about Sammy Watkins. Okay. Yeah, I know, I know, but uh, hold on, hold on. No, wait, 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 wait. wait. No, someone did. Someone, no, I think. No, no one that's verified 
said Sammy Watkins is lo- Buffalo is looking at Sammy Watkins. Hold on. I thought someone did. Uh, Trainwork Sports. Oh, no, they haven't got one. Uh, well, people obviously tweeted Sammy. Because it's he actually... funny. Hey? It's silly. It's not going to happen. He said it's, would, it's unlikely, but guy, he said you never know. Why would a guy who could get wide receiver two reps come in here to be the wide receiver five? I don't know. You never, you never know. As he said, you'll never know. Look, if Have he's you know? really, if he's really not getting any interest in the league, then sure, we would need a guy who can play if someone gets hurt because we love the four wide receiver set. Hmm. So you never know. Okay, let's, you know, let's just let's put it that way. You you never know. I mean, like the only guy in the building that's been around since we've had him is the is Pagula. So it's a whole new you know front office. So, you know, they're not going to be close to it just because he was here before, but I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay. So that, that, that riled Alex up. Oh. The dude couldn't be successful in Kansas City. He got a ring. Okay. And he had like 300 yards last year. He was yeah. not productive. He was not open. I mean, if Mahomes only has brain space for Hill and Kelsey, then that would explain why Watkins was ineffective. But I think it's because he doesn't really got it. Okay. And that's fair. That's fair receiver five, that's okay. <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, for what his history is, I think he still demands a penny. And uh, I don't think we have that. So. Hey, what was he? Kansas. Um, what did he? he had a year when he left us in 2016. He had a season in um, with the Rams. What was it? 583, uh, 593 yards on 39 receptions. Um, then he went to Kansas. 519 yards in 2018 on 40 receptions. 2019, 673 yards on 52 receptions. And last year, 421 yards on 37 receptions. That's, those, that's that's less than Gabe Davis numbers, and he was their third option. And then, but then on more the two talented, years, more 2000, talented than Gabe Davis. But then 2018-2020, they actually um, he only played, um, started nine games, played in ten. Yeah. Sorry for the for the podcast listeners. I did air quotes for te- more talented than Gabe Davis. You, didn't, <laughs> you wouldn't notice that if if you're if you're not watching this, but. Yes, but let's uh, let's let's move on. Let's let's do uh, let's do what ifs. Yeah. So since the Bills have no more money left, <laughs> it all comes down to the draft now. Yeah. So what we're going to do now is actually um, a few what if scenarios. Alex has got the uh, the PFF uh, draft board up, uh, and we're going to do four different scenarios. Uh, the first scenario we're going to do, and I'm. A, I'm against drafting drafting a running back at number 30, but it's something that potentially we could do. Um, is the first scenario will be drafting a running back at 30. So Alex hit the uh hit the start draft button. Well, let's hope that no running backs go off the clock or go off on a pick. So why are you against a running back? You can get serviceable running backs in, in the next round. I mean, Jonathan Taylor. He was a he was a, last year for the Colts. He was a second round pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've got you've had uh, McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott, um, and um, oh, I had the other name in my head just a minute ago. Um, no, is he Saquon Barkley? That's the one. Yeah, they've all gone top. And what you can do is, well, it, it depends on the needs. I'm 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 not so much against it because most running backs can do the same. Some maybe a bit lower down will be specifically one or two backs on there. But I'm just actually eradicating my whole bloody uh my whole reasoning for it. You know what's interesting actually? Last year Zach Moss was the second uh, favorite uh, uh, running back on PFF. Um, okay. So but I mean, you know, I get it. I get it. Running back values, short lifespan. Yeah. High, high, you know, important first round, you know, um, 
you don't want to spend that on such a disposable position. I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, look at Alvin Kamara. If what Alvin Kamara, mm -hmm. what what um what round was he taken in? He was taken fourth round draft pick, I think. Let's have a look. Let's bring it up. Uh, third round. Yeah. Third round in 2017. Yeah. And then you've got um what Aaron Jones. Mm -hmm. Just recently fifth signed thing. He was what fifth? Something fifth or sixth, yeah. Aaron Jones running back. Let's get bring that up. Uh do, 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 American run back. Uh fifth round, yeah. And then last year you've had um the breakout James Robinson from Jacksonville. Yep. He was undrafted. Yeah. yeah. So you can get players that make an impact a little bit further down, and you can then save the money for um or save that top pick for for one of the one of the skill positions. And again, for our podcast listeners, I'm doing the inverted commas, um, like tackle, like guard, like an edge, or something like that with that first round pick. But let's let's see. Obviously, I don't think don't think any running backs came off. So I think if we go filter, we should have. Yeah. So all the running backs are still available. Here's my if I were to convince if I needed to convince someone that drafting a running back here is important. It's not about the player. It's about yeah. how you utilize the player. Hmm. And I look at what the Rams did last year with Cam Akers. Yeah. Rookie comes into the, any position. Rookie comes in the NFL. They're like, holy shit, this game is different. Mm -hmm. Minimal touches behind two other running backs. Heavy practice schedule. Learn the game. Fresh yeah. legs. End of season. Dominate. And that's exactly yeah, no, exactly what did last year. I mean, just looking at obviously my pick out of those, obviously he is ranked the highest on there. And if I were to go any running back in the draft in the first term, um, the first pick, it would be Etienne. Yeah. Um, this is what Bucky Brooks um, actually uh, broke down about um, Etienne. Cause he actually thought he would be a good fit for the bills. He goes, he's more likely to thrive as a three down back in the bills, wide open, wide open offense an effective runner in spread formation. We like to play four, four wide at times. Um, his combination of speed, burst, acceleration would pose problems for defense, forced to play light boxes. So they have to cover all the wide receivers. Yeah. And he's a big play potential waiting as a, part, a pass catcher on swings, sweeps, check downs, and all that. So you've got a guy in Etienne who his skill set if you if the Bills took him at thirty, would probably would probably ex, uh, elevate the um, the offense a little bit more. Obviously, Singletary and Moss will still will still be there. You have three. So you're bumping three. Singletary down to RB three, then, yeah. I'm bumping down to RB two B. Why do you have to do this to me? Oh no, you did it. You did it last year when you said, "Um, I see Moss and Singletary as." 1A and 1B. Well, yeah, and that's how they use them this year. But I think now, if we go running back, it's got to be Moss who carries the majority of it, then Singletary, and then the rookie. And then throughout the rest of the year, you know, I, I think that Singletary becomes a little bit more ineffective. Um, somebody goes down and gets hurt. Yeah. Then the rookie kind of gets his carries because it's a thing where I think I, I love what the Rams did with Akers last year. Mm, yeah, so, I mean... I don't get me wrong, 30, 30, and let's go ahead. We'll go ahead and take him. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, there's really, no, there's really no argument here. Yeah. But it's, it's good, the fact that we get we can have someone that we can keep behind Moss and that beforehand to then allow us to actually um, have, keep him fresh and then bring him up. Sure. All right. So what we've got, what, have we what had? What we could have done is the second and third ranked running back is still available. So where's the where's the gap between Etienne and Javante Williams or Najee Harris? How big is the difference? There's not that much of a difference between them. I mean, I mean Javante Williams, he is a he's similar to um, similar to Etienne. He can he's a good pass catcher out of the backfield. He is a bit uh, he is a bit of electric when it comes to speed. And all that he was more in a backfield committee 
okay. with um, with Michael Carter, another prospect who could go top uh, round two or round three on there. Harris, I'm surprised that PFF haven't got him higher. I've seen him go as running back um, one sometimes or running back two. But he's more of your big bruiser yeah. type of guy. He, he he does have the the natural speed and he does he does okay out of the um, out of the backfield. But after that, you're looking a you're looking a bit more of a drop off on there. But you still can get say so there's, so there's three, three and then there's everybody else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those three are going to be your second top three. Round, second round, I want to make a, a real big point here. Um, mm-hmm. Melifanyu. Yeah. Is the guy that you said we should take a thirty in our last mock draft. Mm-hmm. Here he is in the second round. I think it's really important to point out that I told you that was a reach. Then again, this is what this is the obviously difference between certain um, certain um, drafts. He was obviously. ranked this low on Draft Network too. Yeah, he's had his he's had his pro he's having his pro day, or I think he's oh, had his he's pro, pro day. day. That's obviously it's nothing official in the pro day because there was no um, there was no uh, combine. But I still think he is going to be a one round one or round two selection. I mean, six two. Now two. We're, we're 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 low second round now. But let's. So is that kind of what we're looking at for the second round corner? I'm kind of feeling that. Yeah, I think I think it is. I mean, we've got Williams for three years, so we don't have to worry too much about um, too much about that right now. Maybe next year mm-hmm. we look at it. I mean, you've got Greg Newsom, who I say PFF have him ranked him sixty. People have been having him go just before the Bills in round one. Yeah, I, I was. I definitely was uh, surprised to see him still available. I did make all these settings as realistic as possible. Draft for team needs, uh, hmm. low randomness. But yeah. looking at CB two for us, it's Dane Jackson versus Levi Wallace, right? Yes. And that's it. So a little bit of competition wouldn't be too bad. Now, hmm. you got I, your heart on for Malafanu here, but Greg Newsom is also available, and that's kind of a shocker. Is that where you pull the trigger, or do you go with your boyfriend over here? I still go with Malafanu. He's, he's, he's had meetings with the Bills as well, sure. but he's also said that he's actually um, – he's quoted saying, and I've got it here. Um, did you do uh, – where's it gone? Oh, it's gone. He knows the responsibilities for cornerback, safety, linebacker. He could potentially be that um, big nickel. Mm-hmm. He can play on the outside. He's that movable chess piece that you can put around on that um, on that defense. And you're saying Greg Newsom is just a corner. Greg Newsom more of a corner than um, than than anything. He'll play on the boundary. He's fast. He's a good prospect. But like like that we see with some of the moves on here. You want a player that can be a bit more versatile so you can scheme yeah. round. Yeah. I mean, Melon Farmwu is probably that um, that type of person that is going to be, you can play him in different um, different positions. I mean, I've seen it somewhere. I'm just okay. going back through. Well, I think you've convinced me. <laughs> okay, let's select him. Yeah. Now, round three. And Newsom just went to at 65 to Jacksonville. So just four picks later, Newsom goes. So yeah. coming down here, that's always funny. New England forfeited. Through <laughs> you guys. Um, all right, 93. So what is the need? I mean, what we got available? We got, got Edge, a guard. Oh. Well, here's... Here's some hype that I, I've yeah. seen recently, Bevan Jordan. I've heard uh, a lot of news about here's a guy who has the size, the speed, the everything to sit back, learn, and then take over next year. Mm. We're set yeah. up as, our, as a team to be able to take guys like this because we don't need our third-round pick to really play this year. Where. Yeah. This could be the tight end of the future. This could be, uh, you know, Cleveland, where we take a guard to maybe, you know, if um, we need depth on the offensive line, but we also, you know, 
Feliciano and Williams are up there in age. Mm-hmm. Morse might be losing a little step. So what are you feeling? Because we um, also we want to address Edge in this draft. Yeah, we do. We do. I mean, one name, and I'm ruling him out of this one, is, um, is number 98 on the list, Felton. Mm-hmm. He is that weapon that he's played wide receiver. He's wide receiver um, in the senior bowl. He's, poor, he's actually quite competent at that. He's also a running back. So he's your Swiss Army knife. He could be your Isaiah McKenzie type, um, is it? type player on there. And the other one, I mean, Tommy Tremble, he's been getting a lot of love recently. And if you scroll down a bit more, one guy that I really like, 107, Quinn Menares. Mm-hmm. Center, but he can play guard. Okay. If you want to address the Morse issue, you get a guy like the Quinn. Issue. Yeah. Because he can play, he can play guard. And you can groom him to be Morse's um, Morse's successor. Okay. So he's in effect a younger Feliciano. So it's tell me a- though, we talk about Edge. We talk about how there's a big drop off after the first round. Mm-hmm. So we should really look somewhere else, or should we well, see what's there now? Go to the um, filter the edge for me. Let's see what we got. So we've got them ranked. Oh no, there's some there is a couple. We got pick 93. You know, I wouldn't want to look in around rank 155, 164 for where we're at now, but I don't know. What we got? We got Jordan Smith, Quincy Roche. That's the one. Those are the two that you probably want to target. Patrick Jones the second. Yeah. And Ellison Smith. They're yeah. the two that you can take that that you'll be looking at. Mm-hmm. There. I mean, Patrick Jones and Rashad Weaver at Pittsburgh, they were a dynamic duo on the um on the edge on there. Yeah. And I think it looks like Weaver's already um Weaver's already gone. But with Jones, you've got someone who can is Weaver gone? Yeah. Right here, 85 to Tennessee. Yeah. So you've got you've got two staples on there and a young edge defender. Is going to be good because Hughes is getting on there. We don't yep. know how long we can keep Anderson for. Yep, of course. But, so we have options at three. And I think this is probably going to be the most important pick that we have this year. Yeah. Um, obviously, if we're doing the silly thing and drafting the running back in the first round. Yeah. So it's edge, it's tight end, it's offensive tackle, slash guard, slash center. I, I, as much yeah. as I... Go check me tight ends. Check me the tight ends. I want to see if there's after Tremble, Pogian. It really drops off after Tremble and Jordan. I'm torn between Jordan and and, uh, Miners. Well, I think here's the important thing. Uh, Narrow-minded view, who helps us this year? I think it's probably the edge. I think if we draft a tight end in the third round, it's going to be something for next year specifically. Whereas now, if Addison or Hughes did lose a step, then it's going to be the Epinesa and this guy show. So I'm kind of leaning towards edge. I wouldn't want to wait any longer. Okay, go back to edge then. Go back to edge. Sample or Smith. If anything, I would choose Jordan Smith. Jordan Smith is probably a lot. I think just grab up. Can you grab details? Can they show the details or is it with? I don't have the, I haven't paid for it. So no. Okay. Right. Let me go. (laughs) Well, okay. Let's go draft network. We have, okay, what is we have six, stats. Seven. All we have is stats. We don't have analysis, but we have stats. Okay, six seven two hundred and fifty five for Jordan Smith. What about um, sample? I think he's six four two something. Six three two eighty. So he's a bit bigger of a guy. In terms yeah. of weight. To be honest, 
I mean, clearly you're not getting a big sack number guy here, but I mean, Sample's got the extra year. Yeah. And Smith in terms of the experience. Then you're getting the productivity in the short time with with thing. And he's actually played let's have a look, one nine seven and two two six on run defense. Just quickly double check with sample for me. So this is an every down player right here. Yeah. I would take sample. You, you've got to have a guy who can actually set the edge and not just for the run, but for the pass. And this is what I want out of all of my players. I want guys to be able to stay on the field. Yeah. You know, I don't want a specialty player because that just, you know, there's, there's just not the value there. And now we wait forever because we don't have a fourth rounder. I saw Quinn actually went in round four. And we get down to the fifth. Let's see if anybody is still available that we talked about. Clearly not. So there's no. not a guy that wanted tight end. Quinn Menares went in uh, end of round four. Yeah. I think a little bit further up. Uh, where'd he go? I saw him round four. Uh, yeah, to Bucks. Yeah. And they have a good history with um, with low school um, low school guards with Ali Maffet. So the highest rated player is Josh Myers here, at Ohio State. Good program. Good program. He's more of a center more than anything. I don't think he's had that much experience playing guard. Well, this is your interior. Jack Anderson, you can get a lot later, which has been a bit of hype about him. Go to... But this is the thing about the draft. I mean, if there's a guy that you like that you want, you make yeah. it happen. Especially in the fifth round, there's no such thing as a reach in the fifth round. Yeah. Go to... Um, go to... Wide receiver. Well, not if we're getting Sammy Watkins. Not if we get Sammy Watkins, no. Yeah. Um, the name I've been looking at more and more recently. Here's a Watkins. Yeah, I was actually looking at. <laughs> I was actually looking at Austin Watkins. Okay. I think he's one of the. Um, he is one of the good, uh, a productive guy. He's actually a, he's a tall. I think he's a tall guy, six two. I think. I was gonna say, give me a gadget player like McKenzie here. Give me a guy who can end around, who's got the speed. Give me a guy who could possibly do returns if we don't keep Wade. Then you look at you're looking at Schwartz and um, Eskeridge. Is it? They're the two. I mean, Schwartz. He was supposed to. He was a track star. Yeah. He, there was actually rumors that he was going to run a four-one. Um, forty. In fact, he ended up with a four-two-five, I think, or four-two-six. Six foot one seventy-nine. Eskeridge is one that has played running back um, as well. Yeah, I mean, so 5'9", 190, that's running back size for sure. Yeah, and he's one that can play play out wide. So if you want, so if we're thinking wide receiver, we'll go there. Is just that go, what we're doing? No, just go to, um, go back to cornerback for me. I think we could double up. Really? Yeah. Double up. Scroll down a little bit. I just want to see if who else is on that list. Anyone else I like? Darren Hall was someone that we've had a look at or we've had um talk about. But if you go to the top, Paulson Adebo. He sat out 2020, but this guy, he's a bit, he's a he's a good guy. He's a right sort of height and weight, and he's actually good. In both coverage and against the um, against the run, he's actually um, you can see from his careers there, four interceptions, yeah, and four touchdowns from those interceptions. I can't be right. I think that's allowed. Touchdowns allowed. Okay, yeah. if that's if that's the case, he's still one of those guys who, who last year was actually getting talk about if he came out of a round one or round two, really type of guy. So he yeah. drops this far just because he set out. Sat out, yeah, and everyone's going back to that 2019, um, 2019 tape. Mm. 
on there where you can see the partial rating when targeted actually went up. Yeah, yeah. But if you if we're going to double down on cornerback, Adebo would be that um, would be that guy. So I don't know how you feel and what you feel we should actually go. What I do in these later rounds is best player available. And I mean, if Myers had any kind of versatility, I, I would be behind that. You know, this is actually where I would feel running back because, you know, don't yeah. do that early. Um, Scroll down just a tiny bit. Because we took a corner already, uh, I would I would probably stay away from Adebo. Uh, I'm really feeling like offensive line needs to be addressed. Go to go to interior for me. Defensive interior, di. Whoop. Just want to have a look in there. Why? We have eleven defensive linemen right now. I'm trying to figure out the find the um find the star lutelele type guy, the guy that she can be your um be a big guy on the inside stuffing up blocks, someone that can actually learn for a couple well, of years. this is all they're giving me. So this might be it. Go Daryl Stills. Darren Stills. Darius Stills. Uh, no, he's too underweight. He's too undersized for it. Okay, we'll move on. We'll move on. So what? So what? So what do you think? I would say, you know... If anything, you can get Jack Anderson, who, who's versatile. Later, you can get him in round six. Okay, he'll be. Ooh, he'll so you want to double? Him. So you want to double up? I want to double up. Or we, or we take the kick returner, slash gadget guy, the McKenzie replacement. Take a, then take es Eskeridge. Okay. And say hopefully, oh, we've got a second pick in round five. Yes, we do. Oh, don't forget about that. So, again, this one then, just to just to be on the safe side. I mean, obviously, Adebo went one six seven, so a couple after us. Take um, take Jack Hansen. Drake, what? Who? Jake Hansen. So interior offensive line. Okay. Or just let me double check on linebacker for me quickly. What are you thinking? Why linebacker? Just trying to find another one that she could be. Um, that if we ever have to sub out Milano through injury, try and find. That well, I mean, guy. that depends on what we do with AJ Klein. Yeah, because I mean, I'm just want to have a look on there. None of those really stand out to me. It's the one there. So yeah, go interior lineman. Go Jack Anderson. Okay. A guy that can play guard and safety, and uh, guard and safety. <laughs> You yeah. can play safety. That's Fuck versatility. Hell. That would be versatility. Yeah. So now we're just filling, um, we're pretty much filling needs now. Yeah. I mean, was it mainly half running backs, wide receivers? Can you scroll down? What are you thinking? Josh Palmer, tight end. Thinking tight end. So what we got, McKitty. Is there anything more down, or is it just those guys? That's all we got. I was gonna say McKitty. Okay. Take a flyer. Sixth round. Who cares? Seventh. Seventh round. Close your eyes. Throw a dart at the dartboard. <laughs> so we're taking a wide receiver, right? So we're taking that. Um, what running back just for future? What running backs are available in this spot? We already took one. I know, but for future reference. Why would we? Because the only other person I would think at this late take a flyer on would be um Chris Evans of Michigan, who, who mm -hmm. can use his hands as well. Okay. Um, but we're not, we've already taken it. So I mean, just trying to figure out where else to go. Safety, try safety. We haven't re-signed Marlowe yet. Big nickel action, yeah. There's no one there. You're really expecting your sixth round, your seventh round player to get any kind of you know play. It's it's for for me not knowing anybody in the seventh round. It's take the highest ranked guy. So you want another offensive lineman? 
you, you can from to me you can never have too many because those guys play probably the most dangerous position you know so much can happen guys are falling on you it's the grittiest spot so i mean what else what else really is a need i mean where's get back get back to where's some leftover talent get back to corner get back to corner anyone that's the name they're the two names i'm liking darren hall and let's say yeah those are the two really that i like out of that one nash on right is six four so he's got the height and thing darren hall and bledsoe bledsoe i can can play safety so again he's got the flexibility so can darren hall well, is it right with his size you would want him to play that kind of if he needs to run stop, he could do that as well? No, I wouldn't. Hmm? He's more he's more of just a straight out corner itself. I mean, Bledsoe and Massive Hall. corner, goodness. Bledsoe and Hall can do both. Yeah. Could play both. All right. Well, we'll take Hall. It's the seventh round. Yeah. So let's take a let's take a screenshot of that. I think we'll do one. We'll do one more. We'll do one more, and we'll do save it for another show. Well, they liked our mid-round picks, <laughs> right? So let's move this. Let's move the box of me and you out of the way. So at least I can take a screenshot. Can, can you scroll down a little bit more so I can get the other pick? This is as far down as I can go. Oh, damn it! Really? You're can not. You, you, can't down? The, you can't see the whole screen, can you? That's weird. I can only see the top three. Okay, so we've got those. Those well, ones. I'll take the screenshot. Okay, you take the screenshot. Done. And say that. Okay, so let's just put one more, one more up, and we'll do best player available. Okay. And then we'll do the other two on another, um, on another show. Of course, we're the Buffalo Bills. Positional value is important. Randomness. Yeah. Well, hang on. Randomness. Uh, in the Raiders exist, so. <laughs> Okay, go. I'll try and avoid picking some of the players that we've already picked. Yeah, that would be good. Let's see what we got so far. Bunch of obvious action here. Yeah, yeah. Gage, Mac J. Okay, I'm kind of liking some. I'm seeing one name that already stands out for me. Vera Tucker. Yeah. Yeah, I would. In this position, looking at that, I mean, edge is good. We can get a good edge in round um, round two. Okay. The pick. But are we I'm not like, talking about? Are we not trying to trade here? Do you want to do a trade? Let's see what. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I've seen trades okay. where, I mean, with the Santi Samuel Jr. being here, I've read trade. I've read mocks where we can trade down and still get him. You like Vera Tucker as someone who could probably be a starter if needed. I mean. Is there value at 30 or do we need to trade down? Who's interested? Six teams Who's are interested. interested. Tampa Bay, New York, Detroit, Las Vegas, Tennessee, and Green Bay. What we can do here is I like the range where the Lions and the Raiders are uh, and the Titans. I don't think that the Jets really would give us like a two and a three, but Green Bay is what probably would, a little too. What would the Bucks offer us? They don't offer. We out. We we offer. Okay. So, so my, my 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 philosophy is take take their second and their third. We give you that's a, their first and their second there. Hmm. Then uh, number sixty four yeah. is, is their second. Yeah, I don't know why they would need to do this. To go to go up two spots. They clearly do that unless they're worried about Kansas City or something. But give them give them, take obviously take thirty two. Yeah, and ninety five would need. Okay, let's see what they... They do not like that. Try try the third. Take out the 64 and go third. We are moving down in the draft. Moving down? And they really, really, really wanted the edge. Edge. So there. So, so again, there, we've got... We can trade get again? I want to trade again. I want more value i want more i love trading okay. I just love it i mean you you tell me you're the draft guy do we need 
to take Vera Tucker or Santa Samuel Jr. now? Wyatt Davis, now. Does that need to happen now? Looking at it who else is looking who else is coming up. What are the people and things? So we got who got Bengals, Cowboys. I'm not going, I'm not thinking of Pittsburgh or anything like that. Bengals and Cowboys. Bengals 38. They need a guard and a tackle. Let's see what we can do with Bengals then. Okay. Obviously, two three for our two for our one, and let's go our five. No. Yeah. All right. Okay. Moves. So Vera Tucker did go. Now we're sitting on two twos and two threes, right? So Vera Tucker go up. Where did Vera Tucker go? Now we have 38, 61, 69, and 93. I, I really like that. Where did, so Vera Tucker, he Samuel went to the Jets. Tucker went right there. So if we don't pick at 32, then they go right there. So oh. now, okay, we can still go running back. We can go Wyatt Davis, who I like. Oh, the tight end here. I'm torn. All right, Natalie and Brulia. I'm torn between Basham and Freymouth. Freymouth. Ah, oh. is Fryermuth enough of an impact player to to to, to be worth our? It'll be a red. It will definitely be a red zone target. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Even he's, with Knox and Hollister. Even with Knox and Hollister, putting him in, yeah. He, so he's he's the jumbo package guy who could get you that play on play action. Yeah, but I'm also with Ed. Just go check Edge for me. Check Edge for me. Turner just a day. Rashad Weaver's still there. Joe Tyron's what? Who? Someone that um, Anthony Mourinho liked when we talked about it. I've seen Osai's name before. Yeah, they've had him going thirty in certain mock drafts. Mm -hmm. Peyton Turner. Ah, oh. I think this is. I think this is the position that we need to take right now. Then go with Basham. Okay. Go with Basham. I'll take Basham. And Fry, we got another pick anyway. I think Frymuth's going to be gone by then. Uh, yeah, I did see him just go. Yep. He went, yeah, he went a couple of. Oh, he went to the Patriots. Fuck it. Hell no. How did he go to the Patriots? Well, now here's where we can go again. We can go with Malafanu again, or we can go with the running back. Do you, do you see uh, Etchenberg being a guy who could, uh, you know, supplant? Not this season. I don't think he No, I mean, obviously not this season. Our offensive line is set for this season. Mm. What kind of versatility does Justin Hilliard have, if any? Not much. Go defensive interior for me. I'm liking Shelvin and Nixon. McNeen, McNeil's actually already gone, which is kind of annoying. But Shelvin, if they're going, depending on how well Lutalele goes, yeah, I think Shelvin can be that that Lutalele replacement. Mm -hmm. Nixon is another guy that's been rising high. So we so we took the we what did we we did we took the edge right? Yeah. Now, what's I mean, isn't corner the position of need still? I know we don't want to do the same draft. Yeah. Okay, okay. Look at the corners for me. Look at the corners. Well, I mean, we took Melifania. Why wouldn't we do it again? Because Eric Stokes is in there. If you want speed, Eric Stokes is a guy. He's actually um four two, four two four. I think. That's he a really good. That's a really good passer rating. Yeah. In 2020. So Stoke, I just love me a Melifanu. <laughs> His passer rating last year was awful. Yeah, surprising. Uh, just quickly check Nixon for me. I mean, the other Najee Harris is also here too. Who do you want? Nixon, defensive interior. So, so, so let's talk about our interior right now with Star, Oliver, Phillips, Harrison, Phillips, Butler, Jordan. Justin Zimmer. Mm -hmm. 
You where, got, guy, where, where would this guy slot in there? The This guy would be one tech. Okay. He could be one tech that so can he's play. filling in for Star when Star needs a break. And yeah. He's he can, over for Star next year. He can also play three tech. So he has up flexibility to play both positions on there. I like that. And he is, he is okay. He's okay in both. I mean, he's more more into his path rush, but he can be a good defensive rush. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know Shelvin's definitely. What third round pick do we have again? We have sixty nine and ninety three. So we pick very shortly. Again. Okay, go take um, take Melon Farmu then. You kind of convinced me on Nixon, honestly. But you're thinking he'll be there? I'm thinking him or Shelvin will be there. So, I mean, let's, yeah, let's go Mellon Farm. you like Stokes? We talked about liking Stokes. I said we're not going to go for the same person, same person twice yet. No, let's Stokes just go differently. Okay. Let's not do it. Yes. Nixon so and... still available, so we're definitely pulling the trigger go. on that then, yeah? Go, Nixon. Najee Harris? No. Okay. Definitely Nixon. Okay. We do pick again in a little bit. Yeah. All right. Let's have a look. So we've got a, give me give me wide wide receiver quick. Oh, hold on. Felton's on there. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Just give me wide receiver. I heard a lot about Surratt. Yeah. Go Felton. Half running back. It's time to take the running back. Felton. Yep. Much better. Much better in this spot for value. I think we're going to get a lot better of a draft grade here. Now we wait. Yeah. <laughs> I like this draft a lot better than the last one. <laughs> we'll put we'll, we'll take a screenshot of both and we'll put we'll put it on Twitter yeah. and get what people actually think. I mean, I'd love to get a fourth round to get Mineras, who keeps going in that fourth round spot. Mm-hmm. How many more picks we got left? We have 174, 211, and 234. The fifth, sixth, and the seventh. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, we, we looked at, I mean, we, we discussed uh, Myers and Drake Jackson before quickly. Double check running. Uh, we, uh, yeah, no, we don't need to do that. I know. We do yeah. need to possibly consider a gadget wide receiver. No, that's, that's what Felton can be. Yeah. Felton, okay. Felton can be that guy that can play running back and play um thing. Go tight end, tight end. Now, what I like about... um. Pogen is his height. You just have a look, six seven. Yeah. Two six five. His production's gone up. He's actually. Um, I know you're not going to find a guy who's you know who can do yeah. everything this late in the draft, but a guy who can you know be that. I mean, we don't have anybody who could do what he could do. Yeah. Take 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 him. Take him. Okay. Because you need to get a tight end. They, they feel they're going to need to take a tight end somewhere in this round. Let's have a look. What else we got? So, Dunnage. Hey, let's just take Patterson. Go for it. Because Felton is going to be your gadget guy. You're sure that you can move him to wide receiver and that would work? Yeah. you can. He can he, he's, he's an Isaiah McKenzie type guy who can actually play running back if needs be. All right. It's the sixth round. Who gives a shit, right? Yeah. Take Patterson. Quoted to go six, four, 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 six, mm. 40 was supposed to be, but he went four, five, one, I think. So he's got a bit on him. And the last guy. Did we go all? We didn't go O line, did we? No. I'm thinking, give me just double check interior alignment or check interior alignment and tackle for me. And do both at the same time. Scroll down a little bit. Scroll down. That's as far as we're going. You want to scroll down further than that? It's the seventh round. No, that's that's as far as we go on the um on the O line and everything. Yeah. The two guys I was looking at, Josh Bull, tackle. Yeah. And um, if you scroll down a little bit more, Tommy Doyle. Yeah. All right. Give me a pick. Let's go, Tommy Doyle. Okay. And that is that. So we've done a trade down. Twice. Yep. All right. We've got a better draft grade. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can you, yeah, take both. You got a screenshot of the other one, didn't you? I got a screenshot, yeah, and I downloaded this one. So, yeah, we'll put this up. Yeah. 
Okay, so what we'll do on the next um, on the next show, if we go whether we have a guest or not, we'll do um, we'll do a best player available draft and drafting. Um, yeah, we'll do we'll do we'll, on the next episode, guest or no guest, we'll do a um, we'll do a draft of best player available. Okay. So we'll put both those up on Twitter. Let you guys actually choose which ones the which ones the best. And do you have anything to say before we sign off? This was exhausting. Let's never do it again. <laughs> okay, we won't do multiple ones. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do one. We'll do one more um, on there, but we'll do that on the next episode. Um, so keep subscribing, keep uh, word of mouth spreading, keep uh, following, liking at uh, say RWBB underscore podcast at UK Bills uh, UK underscore Bills. Sorry on Twitter, Instagram, Buffalo Bills UK on Facebook and YouTube. And for Alex, this is Matt saying good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for listening and go Bills. Go Bills. Yeah, not us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.